Hello all, welcome once more to the TGO show, where we like to talk about video games and stuff about video games. So last week we trialled a new intro and we've changed the format of the show a bit, changed some of the minor aspects of it and I still feel good about the transition. I think moving forward there will be room for growth as there is always. This week's show is a little bit less exciting about next gen as last week's because Halo Infinite got delayed. Now this news happened moments after we finished wrapping up the last week last week's show. So it was important we talked about it. I think it was very relevant, this game, for me and Jay, for the next gen as well. So it is definitely a big topic to speak about this week. I also take a look at some modern TVs and we have some thoughts on that and keeping up to date with technology in many aspects, phone, TV, computer, laptop, You know, the list goes on, as you know. We talk about control and its next-gen upgrade and some interesting developments about that. Have a small discussion about Marvel Avengers because, of course, Jay's fascination with this game uh, has no bounds and it's uh, it's going to be an interesting one to see it roll out. We also discuss or talk about the things we mentioned last week about characters talking out loud in open world games. And I think that was a good discussion as well. So there's a little bit more in there, of course. Guess whose review makes a nice return. And I hope you enjoy the show. Everyone stay safe, stay cool, have a good weekend. As always, please feel free to write in with anything you so desire. And without further ado, on to the show. moments after last week's show like i think it was actually during i looked back at the uh, the news article and it was 8 p.m which was like right in the middle of when we started recording yeah so moments after last week's show podcast huge news as far as i'm concerned jay i don't think either of us were expecting this i was 100 percent. as soon as i started seeing all the memes pop up about the graphics for halo i was like right they're gonna delay this thing they're gonna want the they're gonna want the public opinion to be a lot nicer than what it is right now. I did think there was a small possibility, but because Xbox okay, so Halo Infinite's been delayed till twenty twenty one. We don't know when it's coming out. This is huge news because firstly, this was the title, the launch title for the Xbox Series X. I was really looking forward to playing it after the trailer, and there were definitely some issues that I saw, but like you said, Jay, I think there was also a comprehension that there was a small possibility this could get delayed, especially after the trailer. Yeah, no, a very small possibility. I wasn't like expecting it to happen right away, but I think it's uh, it's definitely quite a big, um, I guess, hit to the to the Xbox launch. Like for me, I really thought the Xbox was going to was going to beat the PlayStation this year. I thought they really had a chance, but without Halo, I don't think they got much of a chance anymore. 
I think that's it. I think they're they're definitely going to lose now, lose the so-called race, as it were. Although even though the place the Xbox is better in almost every way in terms of power, so technically yeah technical aspects definitely up there but i've got to agree with you jay reviewing the situation now i genuinely think ps5 has already won i i do do believe that honestly i i said i I think i said last week it was a 70 30 xbox right i think it's now gone down to like a 55 45 still xbox i think it's it's still pretty close but it's definitely a big shift 100 (laughs) percent Would you? You were excited to play Halo, weren't you? I mean, I think this might have been my 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 way in, my way back in. Because again, I yeah. haven't. As I said before, I haven't enjoyed Halo since potentially ODST, maybe Reach. If we're pushing it, I really haven't sure. enjoyed it properly. Um, so I think this might this might have been my um, my return, as it were. Yeah, which I think so it still you... might be, but I'd have yeah. to wait a bit longer for it. You know, which I'm not. I'm not honestly. This whenever I hear a game has been delayed. I'm more happy than I am disappointed or sad, because to me that means the the, the company and, and the developers really what you know they care more about their game than than money or well, well potentially than money or like public perception about something. They'd rather it just be a good game, which is what you want, right? You don't you don't want a you don't want a a great branded game that's an awful game, which I'm going to talk about later when other games coming up. Um, you'd much rather have an actual good game that might be not be marketed as well. But Halo is such a big brand by itself; it's going to do well regardless of how good it is. So, but again, they care about it enough to just want to make it good. So, I'm very happy <laughs> that it's being delayed. I'm I'm not as happy for Xbox as a as a as a selling thing, you know. But I'm sure they'll still be. A, we're still we're still waiting to hear for some things to potentially like an actual like a proper launch title. So. Have to wait and see, won't we? I think, if I'm correct, I think they were betting on Halo, and mm-hmm. I think it significantly weakens. I don't think there is a key, a key landmark launch title now. However, right. as you mentioned, Jade, the third party strength is that the games look like they'll probably run best on Series X, and that will work for Xbox's strength. But I agree with your point that what did you say about games coming out? better rather than not (laughs) yes this is such a huge decision because it it must have been one of the hardest uh delay decisions ever because they were planning for this to be the event of xbox you know this is the first launch title halo launch title for xbox since the original we've had five years if not longer to develop it let's do this thing and then it kind of comes out the gate a little bit mixed and they've delayed it. And now Xbox are going, haven't really got a key launch title. And do you think that, my question to you, Jay, do you think that they can repair, if you will, or make Halo that significantly better by 2021 that it will have justified the delay? Yes. Ultimately. So okay. I think what I have to say on this is, I've mentioned it before, but... If you look at PlayStation 4 or Xbox One games from 2013 and you compare them to games from 2014 and 2015, the games that came out a year or two later were significantly better because the technology was not new. You know, I mean, it was new, but it was mm. it was people were able to get used to it more, so they were able to, to make better games with it. So would you rather a game be made with, with the same technology but 
by someone who was better at using it or someone who was not as good at using it. I think, you know, that's the comparison we have to make here. So, yes, I, uh, I think I think the game's going to be better overall, but whether or not Xbox is going to be able to recover, I mean, Xbox is going to be around for the next... This new Xbox is going to be around for at least the next seven years minimum, right? So, you know, they've got seven years to catch up if they want to. It's up to them, you know. I'm sure there'll be a lot of good games. The thing is, though, the longer you leave it, the more chance you give PlayStation to make better games and to then, you know, be able to improve on the console they've already made. So it is a bit of a race against time, I guess, if you want to, you know, depending on what the capabilities of each company is. So um, whether or not Xbox are going to be able to release anything launch now that's going to be as big as Halo, I mean, can you think of any games that are, you know capable of doing that <laughs> i can't mate i can't nah. off the top of my head i really can't i mean you've got forza but we we've discussed yeah. that at length about the car niche and you've got i guess gears tactics but again that's a spin-off i i really can't mate i really can't yeah i guess the only other thing would be if they did elder scrolls and it was xbox only right there's just no way but there's that wouldn't no happen way. or maybe they made it like a, a timed exclusive yeah, something like Avengers being a timed exclusive would have been favourable. Yeah, that wasn't going to happen though, because Sony's got too big of a hold on mm. some of the characters. Mm. Yeah, I'm just like, when do you think Microsoft? What games do you think? Right, you think Gears, you think Halo, and weirdly for me, I think like Fallout. I don't know why, but but when you think PlayStation, you think I guess God of War, Last of Us. Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man, yeah. I'm just, you know. Unless there's like a completely new IP that just like has been wanted so badly but has never been even announced or made. But there's going to be Xbox exclusive. Like, I'm trying to think of like a potential game that everyone has always wanted but has never ever seen the light of day because of the technology or budgeting or whatever it was. From a franchise already around? Yeah. From like, maybe, oh, actually... Did just have a think. The the Harry Potter game is coming out at some point. If that was Xbox exclusive, if it was timed. Although it is Warner Brothers, so I don't know. I, I doubt it. No, you're right there, Jay. That is definitely a game which could help them. Like you need something on... like a big enough name. Like Harry Potter is a big enough yeah. name. Depending on how good the title is received by the trailer, etc. Thing is that I feel like most cool games. This might seem like a weird thing to say, but most cool games, like franchises that are considered nowadays, you know, popular, tend to lean more towards the PlayStation side of things than uh, than Xbox. I feel like Xbox is kind of like again we spoke about this before. Xbox has sort of been the teenager, weirdly, but the PlayStation's been more of like the Japanese businessman, right? But weirdly, the Japanese businessman seems to always be more popular than the teenager, which is just so like counterproductive. Or like you know, opposite of what you'd think. So I don't know. I think they need to pull that, something. They need to pull the cat out of the bag right now. I just need to like you know pull something amazing out. You're right, Jay. And I'm not. Gonna... I'm not sure they've got it, mate. I'm not sure yeah, they've got it. I don't I've think they do. Be I mean, unless they're like really sandbagging this thing, and they're holding it right up to the last second. Mm, for um, the so when they do the release date and price, you think they may pull a couple of games out the bag? Oh, God, I don't know. I probably hope so. I need I need something now. I mean, Halo for me wasn't even really enough for me. Uh, I mean, like Assassin's Creed and Cyberpunk are really the only things for me that are keeping me wanting to get it. 
yeah it's annoying that isn't it? <laughs> I'm, I'm the same and what also came out jay i think shortly after from the xbox wire mm. was that we finally got confirmation of the month yeah the month that which i don't actually think that playstation have said what month technically what month is being released it just got leaked on amazon like a month ago but I don't think PlayStation have actually officially confirmed that yet. So. I don't think so, mate. I want to ask you this, Jay. How and why would they announce the month and just not give us the release date? Right. Please so help technically, me out here. technically they have, but they all. So the the they've confirmed the month, but there's yeah. been a leak slash rumor of the actual date, and the date is is about two weeks before the rumored release of the PlayStation. So is they're... this the day after Cyberpunk comes out? Sorry to interrupt you. Is no, this... so so PS5 was supposed to come out November 19th, which is the same day as Cyberpunk. Um, okay. But oh. the, so the rumoured one for Xbox is supposed to be November 6th, I think, which is like way before, which I think way is supposed before. to line up with the potential release date of the new Call of Duty, which might be another potential launch thing there, so... I thought Call of Duty were more in bed with Sony for the last few games, though. So... Yeah, it does feel like it, doesn't it? It's... Still November... haven't seen that, by the way. Yeah, mate. November 6th is the Friday, so I imagine it would probably would be. Wow. Although November 19th is actually the Thursday, so I don't know why that is. But yeah, potentially it's coming out at least two weeks before um, the PlayStation, which again would give them a two-week head start and would also mean that people who have been saving up money and can't decide would be like, well, that one's out now. I might as well get that one. So I think that might be their plan thing is though if that if they release that information too early playstation might just then say oh we'll release our same day mm. we don't care we're trying to beat you we don't care <laughs> so yeah that would know. be so cool if sony did that honestly if the, if the xbox comes out before november 19th i'll be happy if it comes out after i'm gonna be annoyed because i want cyberpunk day one let me go on a limb here, Jay. I think Cyberpunk will be the best launch game we've ever had. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm have to, oh, I, I would look up launch titles. Um, I guess just, other launch titles going, are just like just Halo, off, right? Yeah, just going off the, the kind of brief knowledge, well, not brief, the knowledge that you know, the broad knowledge yeah. you know. I say PlayStation always titles. tend to done a bad job with their launch titles. Like mm-hmm. Knack. Who cares about that? You know. I still can't believe they did that. I still can't believe they did that. That was such a, like, what are you doing? Have we had Miles Morales confirmed for launch yet, Jay, or is it just holiday 2020? No, I think it's just still holiday 2020. Um, We have got a bit more news on that about um, it's going to be like a full story, like a full game, rather than like a smaller version of anything. I think it is going to be a full thing. Are you sure about that? Yeah, I've seen something. I can't remember exactly what it was. It was something about he's going to get a full arc, I think was the in quotes, which I think I... basically meant that his story is going to be the equivalent of what Peter Parker's was in the previous one, I imagine. I'm I think they're trying to like convinced. make the game. They're still trying to make the game seem like they're not making it a lesser than version just because he's black. You know, they're trying to make it. No, 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 know. no. The only I think it's lesser because it's only been two years since the other, the first game. There is no way this is a no. sixty dollar, fifty pounds full on sequel. Not. I think it a should chance. be. I think it should be because if you in reality, right, you've basically got the same game just with a black Spider Man and different villains. 
Different moves, different story. Yeah, it's basically the same game. You just you've only got a tweak a few different things. No, same city, different time of year. Okay. Oh, is it winter? Yeah. I love seasonal games. Mate, that is a topic we should definitely. See, that's why I'm guessing it's holiday twenty twenty, right? They're gonna release it near Christmas or at least in December. Oh, we need more Christmas games. I reckon it'll be a late November, early December title. If not, it'll be it'll be like Christmas Day or something stupid like that. Nah, they won't do that. That'd be suicidal. It'll I reckon be it, it'd probably be better to do it maybe like December twentieth at the latest, because then you've got time to be able to buy it and it, and it arrive ready for Christmas. I reckon it'll be late November. Yeah, late I hope November. so. I hope it'll be my birthday. That'd be even better. Wouldn't it? That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, on the topic of next gen, mate, I yes. had a random Google around. Yeah, I want to know what, what this means. This is cool. So I just wanted to check out. I'm I'm starting to get a little bit more up to date, Jay, with all the tech stuff, right? So mm. we're getting new consoles. This is the first time I'm buying a console at launch, and I'm willing to get to know. What are the specs for headsets and TVs and speakers that everyone's looking for right now at the moment? And the problem I have, Jay, is twofold. Firstly, tech is so... Expensive, yep. (laughs) It's so furiously updated that it will cost you your life to keep up to date with it. And secondly, as you already said, Jay, it's too expensive. So I checked out some modern TVs that I was thinking, if I could treat myself... What sort of TV would I buy for this new console, right? And they've got so many letters, I don't even know where to start, mate. You know, like UHD, 8K, Samsung. Ultra like, HD, ooh, yeah. Ultra, like, so much stuff. But at the core, a lot of websites, the tech websites, they're like, yeah, this TV will be great for your PS5. This will be great for the Series X, even though we haven't actually got the official kind of headway from either of those companies saying you should buy this tv i don't know whether that's a specific sponsorship required but my point is they're way too expensive jade they're like at least a grand two grand and i think when you look at it you're looking at these tech websites they're thinking from a tech geek point of view this tv will be great they're not thinking from a financial point of view a bit like game reviewers (laughs) They hardly ever think, oh, this game's $60, so this is why it's, you know, this is good. Like, The Witcher 3 is worth 200 hours of your time, so it's great value for money. Reviewers don't really think like that because they get all the games for free. And we can talk about that maybe. But my point is is that I looked at some of the TVs, mate, and I just was astounded by how expensive they are. And I'm more than happy with my 4K TV, which I haven't even used in 4K yet, to see how it goes. did you pay for the 4K that you've got? So I bought it off my dad for three fifty, and I think he got it for five hundred. Okay. What what make is it? Samsung. Ass. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm now actually looking at a forty-three inch four K Samsung, and at the minute you can get it for three seventy-seven, which actually isn't bad. Honestly, it's that's making bad. me want to get one because <laughs> the one I've got right now I think is like forty-two, forty-three, but it's like a very old, sharp, sort of quite thick tv yeah. like you know how tvs obviously were boxes way back and then you had yeah. like you still had the, the still ones that weren't flat i mean they were flat screen but they weren't like they were still flat, quite flat. thick right i want one that's a bit like thin i want one like, you know like a new one that's 4k so i'm actually like going to save this and see uh if i can get this at some point because that's actually really that's like the same as what you'd pay for like i guess hopefully one of these new consoles like you're basically buying two consoles yeah, yeah, that's actually really decent. I'm going to save that for later. <laughs> listen, that's mate. Really listen, cool. mate. I would highly, highly recommend you get a 4K TV. Yeah, for I need year. it bad. My the TV I've got right now is barely 1080. Like, it might yeah. not even be 1080 if you like really think about it. It's like yeah. you know, old version of 1080 rather than new version. This this TV is probably like definitely at least a decade old. Pretty annoying. But there you go. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah I, I need to get a new TV. So bad. For sure, for sure. And I will also say, Jay, uh, that I'm not sure about the specs, but this Samsung one is good. I like it a lot. I like it yeah. a lot. See, I, I don't know if you've done this before. If you've gone to like a Curry's or like somewhere where they've got that massive selection of TVs and they're playing different, they're, you know, they're playing the same video and you look through, some look like dimmer, some look sharper, some look, I guess, brighter. To me, like when you when you're home and you're watching it, it doesn't really like matter too much. Like I could still pick the worst looking one out of the bunch, and it would still be better than what I've got right now. Sure. So I'm, for me, I'm not even too bothered about how it looks like against other ones. I'd rather it just be better than what I've got. <laughs> so. I think that's a guarantee, mate. From your point oh, of view. From my point of view, yes. Maybe from other people's, because like, like you say, you know, trying to keep up and get the, the more newer stuff more often, it's going to cost a lot, and plus, it's probably not going to be that much of a difference in like how well it, you know, how how good it is in comparison. But if you're someone like me who will make a piece to, a piece of new technology last them a decade before you do anything about it it then i think that's actually probably like a quite healthy thing to do to like get technology and then not worry about upgrading until at least 5 plus years later because you you're saving yourself the money plus you know if you've got if what you've got is working you know why try to improve it unless i mean unless it's like for your job you know there's like certain cameras that i can imagine people who are like professional photographers and different lenses that require a more frequent purchase but this kind of thing you know the casual you know the casual type of consumer wouldn't want to do that it's definitely better to leave that longer yeah definitely for sure mate if you're a millionaire <laughs> yeah if you got the money yeah definitely would you would you upgrade almost half every six months or so do you think no i'd probably be closer to a year yeah, okay. depending on what the piece of technology was. If it was TVs, it'd probably be maybe once a year. Although I feel like nowadays you could buy the TV that was the most expensive ever, and that would last you like at least ten years. There's no way they're going to improve on that anytime soon. I feel like technology is definitely starting to hit a bit of a ceiling some at some point. Definitely, me, it's, it's hitting the down, ceiling. But... It's hitting the ceiling of our physical limitation. What's the point in doing 16K if our eyes can't see it? Now I don't know if that's true, but that's just kind of what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm also a little bit worried about my eyes. <laughs> like, what are my eyes going to do when I'm like watching all this 4K stuff? Is it going to be able to really cope? Because mm. I haven't really watched 4K properly. I don't think I've never I've never watched 4K on a 4K screen, so I wouldn't know what it looks like. Honestly, I mean, to me, 1080 was amazing when I first saw it. I was like, oh my god, 720 was amazing. I used to play on like 480 for so long. Oh god, that was such a drag. Like. How- I can't even imagine even looking at 480 nowadays. Such a oh god, the awful unacceptable. It? I know. Yeah, I, I haven't seen 4K either, mate. Really, so I'm I'm fascinated properly, to see yeah. if we can see the potential difference. Apparently, it's lower than 720 to 1080 oh, or okay. 480 to 1080, but I'm interested to see what yeah. will be going on there. Jay, going back to last week's show quickly, mm-hmm. we didn't talk about this though. You mentioned it. Thoughts on characters talking out loud, you know, of so classic example, Aloy in Horizon Zero Dawn. Maybe I should go over there and slip past that dinosaur. And the argument is, why would you ever say that? <laughs> yeah, I think it's, I've definitely heard it a lot in games. And for me, more recently, it was Ghost of Tsushima. Um, I think out of the, let's say out of the hundred times it happened, if there even was a hundred times, it was maybe helpful twice. So whether or not that 2% of the time it's going to be helpful, I don't know. I mean, to me, obviously it wasn't. 
but to other people it might be i think that's again that's like more of a developer issue right like uh, whether there's maybe they some sort of survey they could do you know i'm sure they've they've asked this somewhere but i mean it's such a niche problem to have that's the thing i'm trying yeah. to think did this was this ever an issue like on older games like on old assassin's creeds or i don't know i always think this is a pretty niche issue like i think this is an issue for gamers who game a lot and they just kind of laugh about it or think you know that's a little bit ridiculous but i'll move on with it i don't think anyone literally sits there and goes i can't believe they've done this again why are they talking out loud you know i think it's more of a very niche gamer issue my i've always thought though jay why not just have the narration but just have it in their head like that that seems like an easy solution to me i think they do that on ghost i want to say really yeah i think there's definitely times it might not be when they're walking around or it might be i might have to like remember that or like have a look properly but i have a feeling like um yeah the the main character in ghost did talk in his head a lot because you're not you're not with anybody most of the time sure you're usually on your own um i know there's definitely times where he does speak to himself but whether that he did that when it was you know go over there do this kind of thing i think most of the time in that it was usually other people telling me to do this beforehand i'm actually curious to see if i mean like it kind of depends on the game right so i feel like some games i think third person games probably lend themselves to do that more than first person games because like a first person i mean i mean it probably makes sense in both i kind of like the more i think about it, the more i do wish they'd get rid of it honestly because I guess it depends on, because they don't do it in Dark Souls, right? And I guess that's part of the the part of the appeal is the challenge. Does your of character it. does your character talk in Dark Souls? No, he has no. You don't. He doesn't talk. So I guess you know that doesn't Nay. really matter. Or in could that. be a she. Could be a she. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, does it does it make the game easier? Does it? You know. Yeah, I think it. I think ultimately it is a device used to tell players information. Yeah. Essentially. I think there should be an option to turn it off. Interesting. I mean, you know when you get hints, like text that comes up and says, you know, remember to press this to be able to do this properly. Like I yes, wish mate. there was a, an option where that would either fade away, like it, sometimes it does, or just an option to turn it off entirely, just because you'd rather be uninterrupted. Yeah. But again, it's, it's such a niche issue. My God. Yeah. I guess depending on how you look at it, it's either a necessary or an unnecessary evil. You know, it's just there. And whether I I do think it's actually more of a recent development. I don't ever really remember it from older games. Like I'm thinking back oh, to well, like, really old think, games. Don't think characters used to talk out loud that much kind of thing. No, I think it's definitely more of a recent development, maybe in the last five or six years. Maybe even Again, though, sooner yeah, than that, I, four years. I, I just don't know why... So there's kind of two solutions. You either have it so you've always got someone with you, so you have a reason to talk, i.e. God of War or Last of Us. Oh, that's true. Well, Last of Us 1. And, mm. Or you just do the solution, which I just mentioned, which is that you just narrate, the character narrates in their head. I just don't know why more developers don't do that. Maybe because I assume you're saving on animating the mouth every time they talk it out loud, third person. And usually if you turn around, they're not. it's not very good while they're doing that in the world, I find. But... 
yeah, I don't know why they just haven't done that, but maybe there's a reason that we don't know about. I want to say in Days Gone, the the character you play like whispers stuff like that rather than says it out loud. It's more, it does sound like it's closer than his head, but he still says it out loud. It'll be like because a whisper. Because there's zombies and stuff. Yeah, because or... there's like, cool. you know, creatures around. So whether that's like an improvement, I don't know. That's super but, cool, I dude. mean, I tend, that's the thing, I tend not to even think about that much about people talking out loud in games before I play a game. But then when it happens, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, it's not, it's very, it's not a massive deal. It's just like, it's like such a, like a nitpicky type of thing, isn't it? You know, like, oh, I wish they'd just like change this tiny little thing. But developers aren't going to do that unless there's like, you know, hundreds of thousands of people making yeah an uproar about it. So... Yeah. I've personally never had an issue with it. Hopefully it's like a fad that'll just either go away or they'll just do it differently. Yeah. You know, or maybe there aren't enough developers who think about it enough because it, it can be easily missed yeah. in a game, like development process. I can imagine that can be quite easily missed. And again, it probably only really affects games that are more open world, I'd say. Like I've only really thought about it in like Ghost, Odyssey, I imagine Last of Us at some point. Um Days Gone is fairly open world, you know. I don't think it happens much in linear games. That's probably why. Like it, it didn't happen in Final Fantasy. So happy about that to an extent. Although you're usually with someone in Final Fantasy. That's so. true. That's and even true. then, he didn't really speak out. I mean, they spoke out loud, but it was because it was usually when there was a lot going on. It was like during a cutscene, but like a one that you walk through yourself. That kind of instance so maybe that's like a the, the like not necessarily the solution but maybe like the way it's probably better used is during like an action scene or something because then it yeah. would just sort of makes it more like dialogue rather than just talking out loud to nobody yeah yeah we'll see we'll see how it develops but listen mate Joe, i've got a few things i want to talk to you about that's been, I've been thinking about <laughs> i've decided that i really want to get crash for i saw some gameplay for it and I was really impressed, and I stopped watching it, and I was like, "Screw it, I'm getting this game." This they've okay. they've, conv- they've won me over. Obviously, I love the job they did on Spyro Reignited Trilogy, Toys for Bob. That is a developer, and I'm super excited to play Crash Force. So I just wanted to let you know because I obviously like to tell you these things. Speaking of kind of games we're thinking about playing, etc. Good segue that- for me too. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I'm yes. thinking about the sort of games I want to buy in the next few months, you know, yeah, Squadrons, Crash too. 4. But you, you've you kind of mentioned you're taking a break, mate. What's At the know? minute, yeah. So I've just taken a break just because I've... I, I don't know if you ever get this, but too much of a good thing, right? Everything in moderation. I feel like when I was working more, I would have less time doing the same thing. So it just it felt better paced. I felt like I had time during the day to miss something. Versus now, where I'm not, I'm getting very minimal time to miss anything. Everything's ready, ready, readily available to me, so there's no chance for me to miss anything. I think it's very important to have to miss something because then you you have the appreciation for it once you do get the time for it. So I'm kind of just needing a break at the minute for games, but I'm now recently within the last week starting to get a bit more of like, oh, I really want to play games right now. Like I just want to play something. But I haven't had enough of a want for that to actually do it myself, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're doing a Destiny thing, so I'm just sort of like saving my excitement and game readiness for that, rather than anything else. Like, there's, there's nothing really I want to play 
per se. Like, for me, if I want to play a game, I have to now, I have to, the next two weeks, I'm not available, basically. Like, if I really want to play a game, I'm not going to be available to do anything else until I've finished it. So if I start something, I have to finish it most of the time. So I don't really want to do that. I'd rather just uh, wait. And, uh, yeah, just, you know, savor it, savor the moment. When you're back on a routine, Jay, as it were, or a schedule, and you have a game like Cyberpunk, yep. will it just mean that when oh, you man. have your spare time, it will just be Cyberpunk kind of thing? More than likely, yeah. Like, I, I'm not the kind of person who will watch two TV shows at the same time. Not the kind of person who will play two games at the same time. It is one game and one game only, one TV show and one TV show only. Like, if I'm in something, I'm in it. I'm not I'm not mucking about. I'm not reading two books at the same time. I'm in that world and that world only. I'm either in this world or that one. And I take a break from that one to be in this one and vice versa. There's no three worlds. It's just the one or the other. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not going to... I mean, I feel like there's definitely probably the potential for me to want to do something else while playing another game. But that other game would have to be an online game. It'd have to be a multiplayer one. Like if I was playing COD... I could also play Destiny or Division or whatever other multiplayer type game there is, right? Ones that are games that allow you to not have to think too much about collectibles or or needing to finish this next mission to get to this next one. Like just you know, if there's a multiplayer game, I'll play multiple multiplayer games. But if there's like a very linear open world Odyssey type game, I'm only playing that. Nothing else. Why did you ask? <laughs> Do you do I'm that? Are you like I'm, that or not? I'm very curious, Jay. I am actually. I'm a bit of a bit of a slut when it comes to those things. Like I can balance two, three TV shows. I can balance oh, two, wow. three games. Yeah. And for me, it's and don't get me wrong, Jay. I'm not like oh, I'll play five games at the same time. I'm not like that. But <laughs> in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, so I've got Rocket League, I've got Crash Four, and I've got Squadrons. So when I'm in a Rocket League mood, I can go on that, and that'll be my multiplayer game. And then Squadrons will be my other multiplayer game, but that will have a completion aspect to me at some point. And then Crash Four will be my single player game, and that's kind of how I yeah. how I separate See, I my know. games. I think I know why you said that, and it's because you. So you're. Do, would you? Are you saying that your mind is capable of switching between moods quite quickly, then, or like frequently? Like one day it might be crash, one day it might be squadrons, one day it might be thingy. You know, definitely. Or maybe I, even during the day, like the morning, you might feel like crash, but the afternoon you might feel like squadrons, and vice versa. Definitely, and it can yeah. even me. It, it can even be two different single player games. I feel like I I can get that. But it's definitely rarer, less likely to happen, depending on the single player game that I'm playing. Like if I was playing Cyberpunk, there's no way you're dragging me off that thing, right? But if I was playing, I don't know, Fallout 3, I mean, yeah, you can easily drag me off that because I've done it before, you know? Yeah, yeah. It does. I think an aspect as well, Jay, is when your friend's available to play with you because that's yeah. that's a limited time frame. Whereas for the most part, single player games you can play whenever you want. Kind yeah, of. Yeah, you don't want to muck around with someone else's time. Like you know, you tell them you're going to play something, and when you're like, ah, no, I'm actually just going to go do this thing. So yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. And um, what you said, Jay, about missing something, I should, I think, should resonate as well. And I think you you got the right attitude there. Massively, yeah. Like I've, I've, I mean, I feel like it's one of those things that everyone knows, but tend not to accept. Yes. Until they've done it, 
Like it's one of those things that a lot of people don't really want to have to admit to themselves that they want to miss something or want to want to spend time away from something because they're not enjoying it. I mean, it could even be that same with like foods. Like there's certain foods that I'll eat, you know, months at a time. Like I won't deviate from that food. I'll have it every day or every other day. And then after those like four or five months, I'll be like, oh, I can't stand this food anymore. But it, that that tends to only click when you're like when you're properly ready for it. Like you can't you usually can't force yourself to come off something like that. I mean, you probably could, but it would depend. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's I don't know. There's definitely something up here in the brain that just allows humans to need to get sick of something. I think food is probably more of a nutritional evolutionary thing versus entertainment, which is just more of a psychological thing. More often than none. And I'm kind of glad because I'm, I'm the thing I took the thing I wanted to do instead of gaming is now gotten to that point where it's like I'm kind of ready to stop doing that now. So now my mind has opened up. There's now like enough room for something else to fill that gap. So yeah. Would you ever get yeah. that? Did you ever have a similar thing then? Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, sometimes I don't want to play a game for two months, and then other times I'll be like, I really want to watch loads of movies. Yeah, you know? I'm like and, that. yeah. and like like you say, Jay, it feels like it's fitting a similar gap there. Yeah, it's, sure. a, it's, it's like it's like within the same area of the brain, right? Yeah, like that yeah. particular area of the brain. We have no idea where it is, but it's somewhere where eventually it'll just get so full that you can't stand that one thing anymore. So you have to like eject that and just fill it with food. <laughs> it's like yeah. like a cartridge for like the brain. Like, yeah, take yeah, it out, yeah. blow on it a bit, stick it back in. Oh, it's all fresh, all done, all new. Cyberpunk. <laughs> Mate, I forgot to ask you about your cyberpunk book. Tell us all about yes, it. I haven't I haven't actually finished it yet, but I'm very I'm like thirty pages away. But it's got hundred and ninety six pages, so I'm very close to finishing it. Um thing is it's not like it's not like thousands of words every page. There's a lot of Lots artwork. Of pictures. Okay. Yeah, a lot of artwork, a lot of just like it's more to me so the way they've set up the book is they've sort of a, like they've almost got a narrator narrator for the thing where the book there's like an introduction that basically says hello uh, i'm this person with a name from this in-game sort of like hidden news sort of like rebellion news type person like a journalist who's like goes out there and goes to get all the the corrupt news but isn't allowed like the police and the the corporations are trying to get rid of this company because they're telling all the secrets of the corporations right but they shouldn't be because you know that would like destroy them or whatever so, so, yeah. so the book is trying to exist within the world itself. Yeah, the book literally is within the world. It's basically like a history book of the of the, from the 1990s till 2077. Basically, it gives you the whole history, what's happened through almost every year, like block years and stuff. It's, it's honest. I've learned so much about cyberpunk. Honestly, since it's, it's honest, oh, it's insane. I know so much now. <laughs> like I'm so honestly, I'm, I'm I, I tried to tell you this last night because we were speaking last night, but. I got to a point where I was reading about the weapons of the game mm. and I literally had to put the book down and have a nap because I was too excited about reading the next paragraph. <laughs> and that's not, that's not even a lie. My stomach mm. got so like crunched up. I was like, geez, I don't want to read the next paragraph because I'm too excited about what the possibility of what they're going to say next. Right. Okay. It honestly made me like crazy. <laughs> what possibility of, because most of this will be, is, is all of these things you're reading in the game? yeah like it's it's so it's not it's not to, giving to me one extent or another yeah it's not giving me the information enough information for me to know the exact stuff about like statistics sure sure let's say weapons for example 
but it's giving me the names of the companies, the type of money you would need to buy those. You know, there's like a low tier, mid tier, and a high tier in terms of what, how much money you'd need to buy each of the levels of weapons and stuff. And then what each of those weapons do, you know. Not necessarily like individually, but what the companies do for each type of weapons. A bit like what you've got in Borderlands. Like how you've got Dahl and Malawan. Yeah, like a, it's Malawan. like a similar type of thing. Like, But in terms, instead of them all being fairly equal, like in Borderlands, there's like a tier system. So there's like your low budget, which are like all your crappy normal weapons. You've got your mid tier, which is like your sort of like good for the most of everybody. Then you've got your high tier, which is like elite stuff. Like stuff that probably costs way too much for you, for you to fathom. You know, that kind of that kind of, and same with vehicles as well. A similar type of system. Yeah, there's just, and then it gives you the history of like how cyberpunk even became to be, and where the word cyberpunk came from within the universe. Like, wow. Uh, so, is this feeding your OCD that Final Fantasy VII? I need to know the lore side of you, Jay. Yeah, it's kind of making me feel like I'm part of the world, and I haven't even touched it yet, which I think is so valuable. I'm just so excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you feel more prepared now do you feel more yeah there's definitely a level of already preparation definitely yeah. i think there's infant like you get this with like even from trailers sometimes that can be spoiler heavy but they'll give you a bit of information or even like a developer diary or they'll give you this 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 bit of information that you, from the outside from someone who isn't too involved in the game or willing to even play it in the future would, would it would completely pass them by but the bit of information that someone like me or you would recognize is enough for me to go. I can use that in the game before before I even know that it's going to come up. Like I know that's going to come up because of the the type of detail it is. Like whether it be about a vehicle type or a, a, a weapon type, okay, or even so... like the history of a, of a particular gang in the in the mm. world. Like those so... kind of like details, you know. Yeah, let me give you a scenario then, Jay, where this could play out. So let's say we're doing a quest or whatever you want to call it, a mission uh-huh. for a gang. Yeah. And the gang's like, oh, no, we're, we're going against the Black Stars. They're our rivals. You might know they're lying because of what you've read in the book, and that might yeah. inform your that, dialogue. That level of detail, yeah. Right, like, right, you right. Know, you know the reputation of the gang that you're doing this mission for, and you also know the reputation of that gang and what they're capable of, what you're capable of, and what this gang is capable of. And you can use that level of detail to then, you know, logically figure out what could or could not possibly happen. Okay. And also because they've got this, you know, this uh, street kid, street kid, corpo, and nomad like class type of thing, like that plays heavily in everything too. So, and they talk about that quite frequently in there too. So. Cool. Oh, it sounds really cool, man. It's so RPG. It's so oh. like tabletop gaming. It's so nice. That's cool. I've good. been watching a lot of Critical Role, mate. I'm I'm enjoying it quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Just been just been out in the universe. On the <laughs> cyberpunk thing, Jay. Yeah. I haven't been watching the Night Wire, whatever yeah, they're called. Yeah, the Wire stuff. Yeah. As far as you're aware, or you know, are some of the missions missable at all? Is there any missable aspect here? Yeah, see that I'm I don't know. I'm kind of hope. Because you get so this is the thing. Like, this, this might be a good topic, actually. Like me and you, I don't know if you you probably have had this. I'd say one of the biggest downfalls to Fallout is being able to fail a mission. That is probably the one thing in Fallout that I hate the most. Like if I'm partway through a mission and all of a sudden an NPC dies, either because of me or because they got shot by accident, 
and you're like, oh, I either have to go back to the save point, which I may or may not have made, depending on how smart or how forward thinking I was, or I now have to go through the rest of the game knowing that I can't complete every single mission. And also, when there's missions that, when you do them, cancel out a, a whole entire new thread of other missions. I just, I, I can't stand that line of thinking. I can see how that could possibly be a thing, because obviously if there's like a certain NPC that you have to either kill or maybe talk to about a certain, or convince about a certain thing, how there might be like a, you either do this or this, like that can be okay. But only if there's like a, a trophy that's associated with either or of those arcing threads. Like if there's a trophy that says, um, do this line of mission and then do this one, and you, own, you through your first playthrough you only have to pick one, that then gives you the, the mindset of, oh, I can play this again completely differently and then get that other achievement. But in Fallout, that does, in Fallout, I will say that does tend to be the uh the the way that happens like i think that has happened sometimes there's certain missions you have to go back and just do a second playthrough for but that's not always the case if that's not always the case then that just makes me like feel really badly about the game like less than it should be like for me if i had to give fallout 3 or fallout 4 a rating it automatically gets a one bump down just because of that like that just annoys me too much if there's no reward or you know motivation to have to go back and do that other one just because i've like failed it then what's the point of even having that in the game it just you know i want to be able to do everything give me the possibility of 100 percent. just let me do it <laughs> mate you are dead on and my brother has oh. me and my brother have the same issue yeah, and oh. i completely agree jay the biggest flaw with bethesda softworks game design from my perspective is the idea that you can fail a mission now? Should never happen. Should mate, not ever I can happen. see. I can see they're thinking. They're thinking the world's reactionary. You kill this NPC, so why would you be able to do the quest? I get that. However, I do not like it. Make them unkillable. Like this. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Make them invincible. Exactly. Make them like, so they can only like oh. go to the floor and you can revive them. Exactly. They can like be knocked out. Whatever. But... See, that's where oh. Borderlands fixed that issue because NPCs sure. could only get knocked down; they couldn't die. For sure. Spot. And not being able to do a quest in a one playthrough where you want to 100% the game is infuriating. And I don't think in any of Fallout 3, Oblivion, Skyrim, Fallout 4, I don't think I have a perfect run through because the game simply will not let me because of the way it's designed, right? Skyrim, I stopped playing many a time because every time I went to Dawnstar, a dragon appeared and killed five NPCs that I want to speak to. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm kind of like, the more I think about it, I'm hoping they'll do, they'll do one of a few things. Like, so imagine this, right? You've got Cyberpunk, you've got a mission, and because you are a street kid, uh, this corpo doesn't agree with what you're saying, and you you don't have the correct dialogue option than if you were a corpo instead of a street kid. So you now have to go through this line of the part of the mission. As long as that line part of the mission doesn't give me a different trophy than what the corpo or the nomad one would have done and as long as i can still complete the mission even though i'm not a corpo or a nomad then that's fine like as long as there's still a way to do it and then the other thing is i'm hoping they don't do this is that you can only get certain missions if you are either a corpo or a nomad but that the only way that would be acceptable is if that would be okay actually that would kind of be okay 
again if there wasn't you know a, if it'd be better if there was a trophy for it so like you're not going to be able to do the nomad prologue scene if you're a corpo or a street kid and if that prologue scene gives you an achievement then cool because i can then do my next playthrough on the nomad to get that right i'm happy with that but again if there's no incentive then don't put it in the game because i want to be able to see everything i mean yes i mean you can still it would still be okay if they did that it would just be more annoying if they didn't exactly right just make you know i guess i guess this is kind of a small gripe i'm sure there aren't that many people who complain about this i mean i think there are jay i think there are i think almost every ocd gamer feels this way yeah, it does. It just, if anything, it's more like it's it's that classic parent thing of I'm not angry at you, I'm disappointed. <laughs> like, just don't disappoint me, game, please. Just yeah. I, I can get angry at you because I can, you know. It, anger usually means that I'm frustrated with a particular type of thing, but disappointment means that you've actually failed me. It's true. Like you, anger means that this can be fixed. Disappointment means you've just you've like, this can't be fixed. You failed me. Just don't don't fail me, game, please. Exactly that. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, Jay. That was a, that was a good conversation. Now, that was, listen, mate, that was a good segue from you. Well, we have to talk about next gen again, Jay, because yeah. let me break it down if that's okay quickly. So, Wait. as far as we're aware, especially especially on the Xbox side, every game that you get will basically you'll get the free copy, the the free upgraded copy, not backwards compatibility, which is also a thing the free upgraded developers have gone in and done stuff to make it the best version it can be for the series X. So let's uh, use Valhalla. So you can buy Valhalla on Xbox one or Xbox series X, and you will be able to play it anywhere you want and have the best version available. Now Ubisoft, I don't know if they've done this yet, but Ubisoft will go in and make Valhalla the series X edition specific to series x right so so they'll they'll go right guys we've 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 upgraded it you can have the an xbox is saying you can have that version for free if you already own it that's that's the situation ps5 have also started to come out with more and more games and say oh yeah no this this the ps5 version will be free as well and they keep doing that i'm not sure whether that's a standard across the board but they keep coming out with new games for that now jay Control comes out, the game by Remedy, I think it came out last year, mm-hmm. and the, the two add-ons are out now, and they announced the Ultimate Edition, so Game of the Year Edition, whatever. It's coming out with all the add-ons, all the updates, and all that jazz. Coming out on Xbox One, PS4, PC, all that jazz. And it's also coming out for Series X and PS5. Great. However, those versions, the next-gen versions, so the versions made for those consoles, not backwards compatibility, made for those consoles, is going to be charged, from what we can tell. And this comes from looking at... Charged? Charged money. Oh, so you have to pay for it. Okay. You have to pay for it. And this comes from a product FAQ. So that kind of makes sense to me, though. Go on. Like... I can see your point if you bought it on, because like you need to look at it from like their point of view, right? Because if, it, if it's coming out at the same time for both consoles, and you buy it for the old console, the company doesn't want you to then automatically have it for the other console for free. If it's coming out at the same time for both consoles, right? Let's imagine this is going to happen when the new console is already out. If it was, if it was a thing where 
you bought it before the new console was coming out, I can imagine them giving it to you for free for the next one. If there was like at least a month or two, like if they released it in the next week, I'd be like, yeah. okay, it makes sense that they would give it to you for free. But if if it's coming out at the same time as when the console, the new console is already coming out, then yes, both should cost the same amount on both consoles, hundred percent. It just from a business point of view, that just makes much more sense. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think this is being a bit confused and blown out of proportion from the games media. So the games media, as far as I'm aware, are making out that control will not, you know, you'll have to pay for the upgrade. That's not entirely what's happening here. What's happening is you'll have to pay for the game with the add-ons in in the uh, ultimate edition and to your point jay so okay for instance what i'm saying is if you own control the base game you can play it on backwards compatibility but you will not have the upgraded xbox series x version unless you own the ultimate edition Uh, see that's annoying for me do you want to know why go on because i bought control yeah on playstation 4 um maybe two or three months ago being like i'll play this one day it was like on sale and it was like the edition that gave the deluxe edition that gave you, I think it might've been been like the season pass something. Right. Um, so does that mean I'm viable or am I not viable? You are not viable. There you go. See now, however, (laughs) however, you may be able to play it on PS5 from backwards compatibility. Yeah. I'm not fussed about that. I'll I'll happily play control on PS4 rather than PS5. Obviously I'm not Mm. fussed about that. Not too much. Fair enough. It's not a great thing. The The thing that I don't like, Jay, is it introduces the idea of charging for the upgrade. Yeah. And, it's for, and one of the best things about this new gen is the fact that we were able to get all these games free, uh, free upgrades. It's been one of the best things about the new gen so far. The thing that concerns me is if you own Control and you own both all the DLC, I don't see why you shouldn't be able to upgrade for free. See, I... I can see, yes, I think on one level, if other people have said, we guarantee to give you an upgrade for free if you already own this on the old generation, then yes, it should be a consensus. There should be like an overall, like, yes, we all agree to do the, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah. Imagine all these developers around a table. I, and then you get, you get the people with control, like, excuse me. Um, We want the money, please. Yeah, it's a bit strange. Like that's that guy's the the black sheep right now. Yeah. Okay, but I can, from again from a business point of view, yeah. I mean, these it does kind of seem a bit money grabbing, to be honest. I, I think, think it comes. So you're worried about you're worried about like there being a like being a la- like people in the future. This will create some sort of like narrative that we're now allowed that the developers are now allowed to charge people for upgrades. That's my concern. So, would that last very long in terms of games that that is applicable to? Because obviously, you're not. There's going to be games in the future that are only released on For the new generation. X. Yeah, exactly that. We're looking so that at what would, a two year, two year time span, maybe. So for yeah, the it looks to me that they know that and are willing to, I guess, let go of some of their reputation for some money, which just to me doesn't make them look good. Obviously. Oh, so this is a tough one, isn't it? This is a really tough one. I think this comes from the publisher, the upgrade. Oh, that's true, hundred percent. And yeah. I also think, Jay, that this comes from the fact that Control didn't sell loads. 
Uh, yeah, it hasn't done great, but I don't think it's done terribly. It's like sort of one of those no. middle games, right? I'd say if you had like a tier system of like top, middle top, middle, middle bottom, and then bottom, this is probably like middle top. Yeah. So it's not quite top. It's like almost middle middle, almost middle top. It's like somewhere in that range. And I hope to play it on Game Pass one day. I won't buy it, but if it comes to Game Pass, I'll play it. But I think it was a great game that came out in a quiet year. I haven't played it, so I don't know that. See, I'm kind of annoyed because I was going to play it a couple of months ago and then decided I played Death Stranding instead, which is fine. I'm glad I did. But at the time, when I wanted to play it, there was like a, very, there was like a day where I was like, I need players today because I want to play it. Um, I looked up the trophies and I was like, this is too much work. For control? Ooh, there's a lot of stuff going on. There's even honestly, there's it's a lot. Even though I've put more time into Odyssey to get platinum, it felt like too much of a mental strain for me to be able to do controls 100% versus Odyssey's. Like Odyssey's felt like more of a fun way of getting to 100%, versus controls sort of more of like a job. It felt like more of a hassle. So I think yeah, it's one of those games that you need to put like a lot of hours in, and they're not going to be fun hours either, more than likely, which annoys me because I. I kind of want to be one of those people who are in love with this game but i don't think i'm going to be able to my brain isn't going to allow me to do that anytime soon <laughs> which is so annoying because it looks kind of cool jay i love the fact you're checking out the trophies for the game fyi yeah and no, i'm not fussed about spoilers and trophies anymore i can i couldn't Fair. care less if there's a right here's another thing right if there's a spoiler in a trophy or an achievement make it a hidden one. Oh, jay preaching to the choir yeah, just do that. Why would you ever? Why would you ever want to spoil? Are there it? are there ones in this game that aren't hidden? One control? Yeah, I don't think so. To be honest, I I be- barely read the title of the trophy. I only usually read the, the contents of what yeah. it means because usually the title gives more away than the actual description most of the time. True. So what? True. So what were some of the things, Jay? That was it like kill five hundred enemies with this ability? Was that the no? Sort of it thing? was more like so like there's games that have this. Oh god. I think the biggest thing is the amount of collectibles there were and how it wasn't easy to be able to track what you had already. Oh, God. I can't okay. remember if, if there were... Honestly, I don't want to like spoil this for you too much, but whether there was a system that allowed you to track it or there wasn't one. Okay. I can't remember if there was or there wasn't. But it, it, to me, it seemed like there was... Like, you know games that have 500 collectibles in but only require you to get 200 of them? But of those 200, they're very difficult to get because um, you have to be able to complete the game first and then come back to these old areas to even like do like puzzles to then open these areas to then find the effectable, which is like such a hassle. Which can be fun if you enjoy the game, but obviously, you know, sometimes you won't. Um, and then it says uh, it, there's some collectibles that are because there's so many collectibles, you'll tend you'll. I think the trophy only allows you to be able to get the achievement if you get 200 of a specific of the 500 rather than 200 out of 500 i see so you can you can get 300 but you might not ever get the trophy because you've only got 100 of a specific oh, one. Oh, that is annoying. it's like it's something like that from what i can remember it might i mean my, yeah. my memory might be obviously completely skewed of what i remember but no that's fair. I, I recommend looking into it to yourself but the thing is it kind of spoiled the game for me i was like oh god I kind of just want to play the game now without actually doing the achievements. I just want to play it for the story. Mate, there is definitely a thing about checking out an achievement list and then going, you know what? I'm not going to bother now. (laughs) I've done it. I've done it with like 40 games. Yeah. Maybe more. I've like, and maybe 10 of those I've bought and then been like, why did I buy this? Yeah. So what's this Avengers story, mate? 
Ah, oh, this is annoying because um, it's conflicting with stuff in my head. Um, so yeah, Avengers has been data mined. Jake, stop right there. What does that mean? I mean, someone's gone through the beta because the beta's obviously been out for people who've pre-ordered the game. You played it? No, it, it's free. It's coming free on the twenty-second, but it's been there's been like two or three closed betas for people who pre-ordered the game. Okay. Seems like quite uh, a lot of pre-ordered it then. Yeah, I guess so. Probably, you know, quite a few. Oh. Um, but they've 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 basically like data mined the game, which basically means they've opened the code up and tried to find uh, any information about the game before it comes out. And what That's they found nice. is yeah. they found <laughs> fifteen unannounced characters that are reportedly going to be in the game at some point. That are potentially going to be released as extra characters that you can are playable later on, as like DLC and stuff. Just like Spider-Man. Yeah, just like Spider-Man, but other characters other than Spider-Man. Okay, so this isn't hugely surprising. They were looking to, you know, do a huge post-launch roadmap for this game from the looks of things. So what's your... Have they said what characters they found, or just 15? Yeah, they have. They've listed every single one of them. Oh, Jesus Christ. Right, okay. Um, And what are your thoughts on this, Jay? Looking at the list now. I need to bring up something. Oh, your favourites on there, Jay. Yeah, so that was the thing. Um, the characters on this list, I'd say most of them are characters that I'm absolutely in love with. And one of them I absolutely despise. And I bet you can tell which one it is, because it's bloody Captain Marvel, isn't it? So, yeah. Which one do you love? Doctor Strange. Okay, do you want to... Jay, do you want to read off the list quickly? Yeah, so Ant-Man, Wasp, Vision, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, Falcon, Marvel. Mockingbird, Quake, Winter Soldier, Scarlet Witch, Captain Marvel, Kate Bishop, which is basically um, Hawkeye, but her, uh, the daughter, um, She-Hulk, and War Machine. Jay, can we just break down a few of these characters? Because as nerdy as I am, I don't know a few of them. Right, so Ant-Man is obviously Ant-Man from the film. Oh, hold on, hold on. Not all of them. Not all of them. <laughs> which on. ones? Go on, which on. ones? Marvel. Uh, yes, he is just like a... So he's the guy... Okay, he's like the original Captain Marvel. Okay. He's the guy who was Jude Law in the film. I don't know if you saw the film. I watched five minutes of the film and turned off. Okay. Um, Yeah, he's the guy who basically had the initial uh, Captain Marvel power, essentially. Okay. Mockingbird? Um, He's like the actual Captain Marvel versus anyone else. Uh, Mockingbird, yeah, just like another another Marvel character. Um, I'm trying to think about the best way of this. I mean, she's not really been in anything, that's the thing. She's actually a, a, a character I like because she's part of. Um, I want to say she's part of the Thunderbirds, but I could be wrong. Thunderbirds is like another Marvel team that okay. have uh, been around. Who else? Who else you got? And Quake. And maybe then Mockingbird wasn't. I think Mockingbird might have actually been um, somewhat the. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Pe- Peggy? Yeah, Peggy Pe- Carter. Uh- yeah. The person who made Shield, uh, I'm pretty sure that's uh, her daughter. Okay. I want to say I could be very wrong about that. Peggy um, Carter would have been a cooler character, I think, personally. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, who was the next one? Quake. Yeah, Quake is uh, you know Agents of Shield. I do. Yeah, she's in that. She's um, like the main one of the main female characters in that. She can make earthquakes come out of her hands, essentially. 
Okay. The weird, yeah, weird power. Is that it? Any more? Any more? Any more? <laughs> no, no, that's it, mate. You carry on as you were, gents. Um, yeah. So um, I kind of want to get this game now. I I think I've gotten to the point where my prejudice been... towards ca- characters I don't like might be overcome by the other 15 plus characters that are potentially in this game um, thing is though I've done quite a bit of reading on the beta so far and a lot of people are not liking it is that right? a lot of people say that the loot system seems to be shoehorned in a lot like how it was in Anthem mm-hmm. basically people are saying this is like the next Anthem it's probably not going to do that well but the fact that it's going to do better than Anthem is because it's Marvel, Marvel Avengers. Avengers yeah. <laughs> I think this game will do better than it should do. Let's just say that. I don't know if I'm willing to spend the money on a game that could be bad. So I'm going to try out the, the beta that, on the 22nd, and I'll give you a verdict after this weekend. Because the game, can you can actually play the game. So the game is supposed to come out on Friday the 4th. But if you pre-order the game, if you get a certain certain uh, level like deluxe edition or whatever you can play the game on the 1st of august or the 1st of september instead you can play it three days early which is insane which is actually did you say if you same... pre-order it jay yeah if you pre-order it or if you just get a certain edition that that should not be a thing just put it well, out that's the thing guess who else did that before this well i know square enix did for deus ex Man- mankind divider but they cancelled that because people had such a backlash and rightfully so i don't know who else anthem did it Right. Okay. And those first three days were abysmal. In terms of the performance of the game? Yeah, it was buggy, it was bad. Mm. So um, hopefully they don't have that problem. Um, honestly, I kind of want to play this also more for the, the multiplayer aspect for, rather than the single player aspect. Like To me, there seems to be a lot of like... Like you can do a lot in co-op. It kind of feels like a Destiny or Division type situation. And I'm kind of hoping they have some sort of like matchmaking because that would make it a lot cooler. Oh yeah, definitely. What PvP you mean? Yeah, just some sort of like or PVE, but with other people. Yeah, I think I think they I think they will hopefully. I'm kind of annoyed because I kind of I want to I want to get this game so bad. Jay, here's here's if you don't mind me interrupting. Here's what I think is going to happen. Okay, Anthem sold respectably, and I'll tell you why. Oh, yeah, Natural... I got it. I played it. It's very Natural... I actually like the game a lot. <laughs> That's true. Natural curiosity. You will yeah. not even if you don't buy this game, Jay. You will see so much about it, and even after you've played the beta, that you cannot not buy this game. Just because you're that curious oh, I about what it. You mean. Yeah, honestly, I think the curiosity aspect of this game is the biggest selling point, other it than is. the fact that it's Avengers. The thing is, it is a lot of money, so I kind of have to like think about what I want to do about that. <laughs> it's funny. You wonder whether the marketing team know this, you know. You wonder if they, they went do, back and yeah. they went, okay, guys, the game isn't maybe what it's stacking up to be, so let's just make it this big mystery so that everyone buys it just to find out what the game is, you know? That's definitely part of it, I'd say. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they only did the big reveal a few months ago, and it's coming out this September. You know, honestly, I think in the next coming days before the beta comes out, I might have to do a bit of research and just like look up exactly what the game is, because I still don't know exactly how it's going to like play out. Like, what all the multiplayer, like the, the whole war mm. table thing. I'm not exactly sure what it is. I think the other the other part of the reason why I don't want to get it is because of how it looks. Right, there's definitely a lot of aspects of it looking quite 
iffy like the characters obviously aren't you know the beloved characters we all love they're just different in many more ways different and again, interpretations mate different like, interpretations I just know that the next level the next part of all the Marvel stuff is going to be completely ruined by Captain Marvel it's just going to like completely it's going to muck it up for me entirely it's, it's sour, it has soured the milk for me it really has it's soured everything of this list it's Jay, a stain who... on the clothes of these amazing characters it really is Jay, Captain who... Marvel is a giant bloody boil and I hate it get rid of that who <laughs> Who of these characters was your favourite then that you mentioned oh, earlier? Oh, what, of the 15 that I mentioned? Yeah, because you said you loved one and you hated one. Uh, yeah, Doctor Strange is probably the biggest oh, one. Oh, you did say that, sorry. Yeah, That's other than Ant-Man, bad. I guess. Ant-Man is another big one. I love the Ant-Man film. I mean, She-Hulk is actually a big one too. I love She-Hulk. thing is, though, they're going to make her look like some sort of like awful character. I can obviously see it. And I, right, honestly, it really Liz. bugs me. It really, like, it gets me angry. Let's let's move on. Let's it's move disappointed on. is what it does. It disappoints me. <laughs> I'm not angry. Disappointed. Let's move on. Let's move on. Last last topic or movement, Jay. Time for guess who's review. Have Ooh. a bit of fun before the end. Let's move away from the Captain Marvel talk. Let's move away. All right, Jay. It's your turn this week. So is it? My I've turn? got as in I've oh, got the game. Guess. So. I've picked out a random game review from a random media outlet and I've got three quotes and Jay's got to get it. it? Yeah, there we go. I think it's eight. The scores are eight, eight. So if Jay gets it, first quote is three points, second quote, two points, last quote, one point. Without further ado, Jay, are you ready? Yeah. Just give me a thing. Is this an easy one, a medium one, or a hard one, would you say? I personally think this is easy difficulty. Of course you do. You would say that. (laughs) (laughs) Let the challenge begin. Alright, go on then. Alright, quote number one. one. But as they say, karma is a bitch. The choices you make, be they good, evil or neutral, will have far-reaching consequences. Take the high road and you'll anger the seedier elements in this semi-society. See, I already know what it is, and it's annoying because I'm going to get it, aren't I? Oh, I'm going to crush these headphones if you get it. <laughs> right, okay. So it's one of a few things. Can you read the quote again? I've given it away. Okay. I, think you, I think you have, but we'll go. Go on. We'll see, we'll see. Come on. Okay. But as they say, karma is a bitch. The choices you make, be they good, evil, or neutral, will have far-reaching consequences. Take the high road, and you'll anger the seedier elements in the semi-society. Okay, is it infamous? No. Come on! Come on, come on, come on, come on. Okay, so I'm going to switch the last two quotes around. So I actually had them the other way around, but I'm going to switch them around. Hang on, so how is it not infamous? Oh, this is good. This is way better. Mark, you better be tracking this. You better be tracking this one, baby. Good, bad, neutral. Or, yeah, right. And then you've got seedy society. Seedier elements in this semi society. Yeah, that's that's infamous. Okay, quote number two. Quote number two. That's infamous. Game. (laughs) You better not be like, it better not be like infamous second son. You're not that. No, 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 no. The game has a few flaws, most of them technical, but it's a case where the whole is greater than the sum. It's a fantastic game with incredible atmosphere that offers fun in so many different ways that you're almost sure to get hooked. Now, it is a quite broad quote, and I probably should have led with that one. You could put that literally anywhere. (laughs) But 
for what the game is, there is definitely some hints in there. All right, try that one again. I need to hear that again. The game has a few flaws, most of them technical, but it's a case where the whole is greater than the sum. It's a fantastic game with incredible atmosphere that offers fun in so many different ways that you're almost sure to get hooked. Are you sure I've played this game? Positive, Jay. See, I don't think you... I don't know. I don't think I've played this. Positive. So there's a karma system. Yes, there is. And there's a semi-society. Semi-society... Has a few flaws technically. Fantastic game, oh, incredible atmosphere. No, 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 no. Don't give me that. This better not be what I think it is. Okay, I'm gonna have my guess. Okay. And you better not you better not screw me over on this. Okay. Is it Fallout? Fallout three. It is Fallout three! Three years. Oh, two points. You're getting back uh, up. Ten eight, okay. Oh. My word, my word. See, I thought Fallout would be too obvious when I thought of Infamous. I thought, there's no way Fallout, he's not going to go to Fallout this this early. There's no way. Mate, the best way to trick the enemy. Yeah, go with the uh, obvious one. Jesus Christ. All right, well, that was good. I enjoyed that. I need to hear the third one just so I know. (laughs) Yeah, sure. This one, I mean, if if you don't get it from the last quote, you stop gaming. Embarrassing, yeah. XP is gained through combat, completing quests, finding locations, picking locks, and hacking terminals. Yeah, oh yeah, that's that's too obvious, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, you say that, Jay? I think the first quote was quite obvious, personally. But uh... I mean, yes, but a lot of games have karma systems in them, <laughs> and they have semi societies in them. Do they have good, evil, or neutral though? Yeah, Infamous does. I'm trying to think what that other game. Um... Mass Damn, Effect there's, does. There's another game that has a very similar thing. Oh, actually, hang on. Let me let me see if I've got it. I know I've got it around here. Prototype. Oh, hang he's on. Gone. Oh, he's gone. He's gone. I'm here, but I just have it. I know I have it around. Homefront: The Revolution. <laughs> Jay, that game's awful. I know it's bad. I regret awful. buying it, but awful you know. Awful game. I'm pretty sure that's a very similar thing. It's a semi-society karma system. Good, neutral, and bad. There we go. Fair enough. <laughs> that would have right. been my third guess. Didn't know you played that game. Didn't know you played that. So that was from Aaron Bludvik at IGN, and that was his review. So thanks, Eric. Ten, 10 years later? 12 years later? Yeah? Yeah, that over that, probably. 11. 2008, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, All right, mate. Years. Well, that's everything I wanted to discuss. Anything else from your end? fictitious meeting occurred on the 11th of August in the year 2020 in a fictitious Xbox HQ with a fictitious Xbox team. Guys, guys, congratulations. Halo Infinite is 
turning up to be a great game. We're really excited to have it launch with the Xbox Series X, the first Xbox launch title Halo since the original 343. You've done an amazing work. Uh, congratulations to everyone. Just a really great, great job uh, overall. We're really feeling really good about it. And Sir, uh, don't you think that we don't really have many good launch games coming up at the moment well Jeff I understand what you're saying but I don't think that we necessarily need them per se we got it halo and we've got some really great features I mean we got game pass the game pass is super popular and lots of people subscribe to it over 10 million people subscribe to it and not only that we've got Xbox live which has got the best multiplayer network structure across the board we've got cross buy on PC both with Xbox game pass and other games as well gears and that sort of thing so I feel really good about it and Truth be told, I think we've got a fine chance of this next generation war here. Uh, sir? Yes, Jimmy? Uh, well, 343 need to, uh, delay Halo Infinite? What? Yeah, 343, they're, uh, they're outsourcing quite a lot, and, uh, they need to, uh, delay Halo Infinite. We're not gonna get it done in time for the Xbox Series X launch, I'm afraid, sir. Guys, we've lost.